means truth. So tell me about your spiritual journey. Welcome to Tatva Tuesday. This is The Conduit. I am Lindsay Warwick on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple, Apple Podcasts. I'm so excited because I am recording here with my friend Anita Hodges. She's the guest this week on Tatva Tuesday. She is a color and light code activator. So I'm so glad yeah. that you're here. Yeah. We're like on the tan couch together. We're gonna just chat about all the things. So I'm gonna just adjust. We're like, gonna adjust <laughs> so we can see each yeah, other. Definitely. Yeah. Get comfy on the couch. So Tatva is the Sanskrit word that means truth. Mm-hmm. And you and I are truth tellers. <laughs> you think? <laughs> yeah. So um, I guess we'll just start with um, tell me about your spiritual journey. Like, how did you get on the spiritual path? And whatever you want to share, whatever okay. else comes through. So, um, I think I've been on it since birth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so like three years old. I'll tell a not so pretty story. Um, okay. Yeah. So we're gonna get a little deep for a second, and maybe freak some people out, but that's okay. So when I was three years old, I started being abused by a relative, and it, you know, I was being molested. And um, most people would be like, oh, my God, that's horrible, whatever. I'm grateful for it, which makes me sound a little, you know, <laughs> wacky. But because when I was three years old and the first time I was getting molested, um, the angels came and took me out of my body and took me to Father, Mother, God. Mm-hmm. And I got to sit there with the angels and Father, Mother, God and not be in my body. Mm-hmm. So I really was disconnected from myself. So it wasn't like I was going through it. Um, and I got all this great advice and wisdom and tidbits of knowledge given to me at such a pivotal young age. And basically, I knew, you know, um, the existence of good and evil, um, God and angels were real, and that there was definitely everlasting life, um, that we were energy that went on and on and on and never ceased to end, that we were part of the source. And um, that is a gift from God. That is the gift of infallible faith. So no matter how bad things got or how rocky things were, I never had to wonder or doubt mm-hmm. if it wasn't a higher power. That's amazing. Yeah. And immediately as you're telling the story, I go to, have you ever read the Sophia Code? Mm-mm. Okay. So the Sophia Code is a channeled um, work by a woman who goes by Kyra. Mm-hmm. She works with Isis and uh-huh. basically the Rose Priestess lineage as well. Mm-hmm. But she talks about like leaving her body when she had experienced mm-hmm. abuse like that as yeah. well. So, um, I mean, it's like, it's insane how we go through these things, these horrible experiences. And then mm-hmm. that could have turned you towards a darker path. Absolutely. But instead you're saying that you have the gratitude for that now. 
Um, I always did. Really? Yeah, because in my in my dark, I, I was not a person that was easily liked growing up. You know, blah blah black sheep. Um, <laughs> even though I'm I'm still exactly who I've always been. Yeah. Um, it's just the mere trigger of the empath. Mm-hmm. Um, always been a problem with me. Not a problem, you know, anymore because I see what it is and what it does. Mm-hmm. But was always a problem growing up. So at many times, my only solace was talking to myself, which I later learned was clairaudient, and it was my spirit guides and my angels and all that kind of stuff. But at that time, I didn't know that. And mm-hmm. so I was always like, you know, God was my best friend. Yeah. God was my best friend. I talked to God all the time. I talked to God driving down the road. I talked to God before I went to sleep. I had dreams with God. God took me out of abusive situations. So it was always about God and the light. Mm-hmm. And it was like I just instinctually knew that we have the choice to make mm-hmm. whether to reside in the darkness or whether to realize that the darkness disappears as the light appears and that was just instinctual for me um so it was just something that just came natural and always has been Mm -hmm. I always looked at stuff like um why I didn't sit there and go why me god why me why Mm -hmm. is this happening to Mm -hmm. me I don't understand what why why me I never did that I sat there and said damn I'm a really old soul and I am really freaking stubborn and hard-headed because I chose everything that I've gone through. And I knew that at three mm-hmm. years old. I chose to be molested. Who chooses that? But it was to break karmic ties. It was it was a family molestation. So it was to clear a karmic contract. Mm-hmm. To break a bad thing that was continually happening. I broke the cycle. It ended with me. It didn't go any further. Mm-hmm. I chose to know that that's not how I wanted someone else to feel. And that's what I always, you know, with the hard, you know, like I'm a hard-headed soul. So I always said, you know, damn, you know, I hope that I get the lesson this time Mm -hmm. because I chose all these hard, difficult things because I'm hard-headed. But through them, I would always grow closer to God, closer to the light, and be grateful for all that I was blessed with beyond the happening of whatever was dark and know that that was true gratitude and true, you know, enlightenment Mm -hmm. at the same time. And I wanted to get the lesson from it. And the lesson is how do you release it, forgive it, let it go, Mm -hmm. and use that as a tool to know that you don't want to make another human feel that way. I mean, that's pretty amazing. And you had that insight when you were young? Yeah. Just like right off the rip? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That's amazing. And I want to hear more about, like, some of your other, like, spiritual experiences because I'm sure then was there a lot more suffering after that oh there was many many lots lots of lots of abusive stuff but um yeah it's just crazy and it's uh, a miracle I'm alive because I put myself into some really dangerous situations but always end up coming through with light like I put myself into dark places because there were people there who needed to be helped to the light Mm -hmm. and so it didn't, I mean, a lot of this is like, you know, a lot of it I knew back then, but a lot of it is like looking back and going through shadow work and recovering and doing all that kind of stuff and being able to look at it and say, oh, you know, I, I, I had a moment of synchronicity like last year. Yeah. And that's really what catapulted and made it to where it was like, huh, so that's why this happened. Mm-hmm. So that's why that happened when I was seven so that's why that happened when I was 11 
Like I didn't question it. I just accepted it and then moved through it and released it and just took the blessings that I had and was gratitude, mm-hmm. but not really understanding the full lesson that I was getting until that synchronicity moment. And I could look back and everything was like, Hey, this is your life. Yeah. You know, like this is the story of your life. I mean, you know, I went through, I moved to Myrtle Beach when I was 19. Um, I had somebody chase me around the kitchen and causing love as a waitress. And I was like, I can't do this. I ended up at the dollhouse as a cocktail waitress. I ended up with a motor blown up in the car. We had a female manager and I got persuaded to do the amateur contest, <laughs> which I had to be completely drunk to do. Yeah. And then I, um, you know, they're like, well, if you don't like to go back to waitressing in two weeks. So <laughs> I did it for two weeks, drunk every night, underage, paying my fine for being drunk underage. And, um, miserable and then it was like at the end of two weeks I was like I can't do this and they're like oh well we have a new rule you can't be a waitress anymore what yeah and then I ended up so I went to Hooters for a while and then I ended up um getting sent to Minneapolis supposedly to be a cocktail waitress but I get there with no plane flight home no place to stay unless I pay for it every night and I'm a stripper okay and and those girls were not nice like in the south so they taught me how to hustle but it was very clean and not what you consider it today. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It was like, I almost went back at one man, what life, you know what I mean? Because yeah. it was like, it gave me power over men. Can, me, you, can you go into that, that more? Um, <laughs> like before we, before we recorded, uh, like we were just talking about yeah. like the goddesses that we feel yeah. in most connection with. Mm-hmm. And for me, I'm feeling it's Kali Ma. Probably, yes. Yes. yeah, for me, that's who I go with. Yes, um, you know, I have the catalytic converter at transformative yes. energy. Yes. Like, I when I did my Akashic journey, I saw myself holding lightning bolts, and Kalima is the destroyer, yes. like yes. of so the ego go. for the for the highest good, yes. And Anita's is Lilith, mm. so let's talk about so, let's so talk about walking in darkness, journey with Lilith, and and also, yeah, how you learn that lesson uh-huh. in that in that environment you know it's so funny because in that environment it was a family of damaged women and everybody was searching for something without knowing they were searching for something and for me you know like the abuse turned me into promiscuous basically it took away my ability to say no mm. I felt like I couldn't say no Mm-hmm. And that time of having the power over men, like literally, they're not touching me. There is no couch dance. We didn't do that crap. We dance like arm distance yeah. away and their arm distance away. We dance like this. <laughs> Seriously. I, I spent more money sitting down talking to more time sitting down talking to people and making my money that way. Mm-hmm. Like people would pay the DJ to take me out for rotation. I'd get the one guy who loved his wife. He just wanted to have a conversation because he was bringing all of his colleagues, mm-hmm. you know, because that's what they wanted to do. Right. And so I ended up being like, they, they would call me the face girl, you know, because I would give face. I would sit and talk and, and tell jokes and help them. And that's what I got paid to do. Um, but it was the other people that were more damaged that I interacted with that I helped advise and help lift and help motivate to get out of it. You know what I mean? It's so funny because that group girls is like, they're all amazing, trailblazing women that have done phenomenal shit in their life that you, that maybe would not even want you to know that they were a stripper once. Yeah. For me, I'm like, I always say if I ran for politics, it'd be no problem because I would just have a billboard with all these skeletons lined up and put everything I've ever done on the skeletons and be like, 
okay, so there's my skeletons in the closet. Can we talk about the real issues? Yeah. You know, yeah. Because I just put it out there. Because I don't care. I am who I am and I'm open. And there's no shame and there's in, no, in that. No, there's no shame. And I think Lilith is, is what helped me walk through the darkness. Because I, I was so, like, I'm so such a light being, but I'm so sealed in the dark. Like, I can go into the worst, most dangerous place and walk out of it. Mm-hmm. And actually change the perspective of the people around me because I'm a conductor. I'm a I generator. mean, you're also a converter. Yeah, I am. I mean, in the Mayan, you're a blue, yeah. which is a transformative mm-hmm. um, yeah. tribe. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So it was just bringing the light in the dark. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like part of what my purpose is, is to bring the light in the dark. Mm-hmm. And I feel like without knowing your own darkness, there's no way that you're really able to help others with no. their own. No, I don't let it out. Yeah, like, you don't want to see that. Yeah, <laughs> like me and Lilith, we're we're tight, and um, so yeah, like I'm very controlled and and very well. I just reside in light. I just refuse to go to the dark side because never dance with the devil in the dark. You're never gonna win. Right, I like that really young. Yeah, and with you know just everything that we've already said it's like I, I i've talked about this i think with dan on our podcast of course, of course about the uh the darth vader story right it's like he was this amazing mm-hmm. jedi who chose to go to the dark, dark side. side and i feel like that's pretty much how it could be for anybody because yeah. we all have free will exactly so it's amazing that you've had this type of upbringing and like young adulthood but it was and like, then now you've chosen to just like literally like channel light codes and activate people. I didn't. I didn't. Choose, and honestly, I didn't choose. And make people feel gorgeous. Like yeah, Anita, I love doing that. Anita does my hair, and she's amazing. I like to bring what I see on the inside because when I see people, <laughs> I don't see the the meat pack. Yeah. I see the soul. Yeah. And so I like to bring the perspective of what I see and the soul out so that you can see what I see. And so everybody else can see what I see and illuminate it with light. I love that. Yeah. She, I was, you know, I, God, the beginning of this year was such a hard time for me. And we did my hair, what? It was like March? Yeah. April? It's been, it's been a while. while. We're doing it next yeah, week. So, so excited. Um, but yeah, um, that whole experience, like just getting to know you, like so. I oh yeah, I yeah. forgot to say how I know Anita. So oh yeah, this is fun. I basically just saw her stuff. So she tie dyes light codes, and like I can see like the beings in her mm-hmm. work. They always come through. Yeah, they always come through. Mm-hmm. And I just saw. I don't know. Someone must have posted something, or you just came up on my feed, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And I was like, "Who are you?" Again? I was like, "There's an alien in there." And then we just started. And then we were at Hanson Terrace. Yeah. And you're like, "I just friend requested you." Yeah. I love your shit. It's awesome. We're gonna get to know each other. And then it was like, then we were, well, we were at Circle. Yeah. Then after that, we were at uh, Co-Alliance or Coalescence. Yeah, Coalescence. And we uh-huh. ended up in the same group. Oh, and yeah. Then you, we did. And, then, and then you contacted and me because you said, when you spoke today, <laughs> it's like felt, you, it felt like you were speaking to me. Yeah, because you were talking about giving away your power. Yeah. And not giving away your power. Yeah. And yeah, when you talked, I remember in the Coalescence mini circle, 
I felt like you were looking right at me yeah. and I was like, who is this person? And it's like, you know, spirit was just like, you need to get to know this person. And then I did a, a pop up a, at, at Brick House. That's when you met Dan. Yeah. And like, literally, I just got my Laramore necklace from Sarah that night mm-hmm. because I forgot to wear my necklace. And I was <laughs> like, oh, I forgot to wear it because this is supposed to be mine. Just hand it to me. And um, you're like, we were in Atlantis together. I know we're, yeah. we're in Atlantis together. We're sisters. I know this. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. <laughs> and then you did my hair and we've been friends ever since. Yeah. And just it's been amazing getting to know you and I I love, love, love your work. And I love obviously I love like she's just helped helped me grow and help my hair grow and just amazing, amazing things. And then we also did a podcast, you, Dan yes. and I, because her and Dan uh have a podcast so we did the 333 and that was the dna wake up oh yeah dna wake up we were off the chain with energies that day which which <laughs> can we talk about the chain in the energies because today like we're having yeah, like we're a free both like we got like, like we don't, we don't want to be social we're not feeling it like the energy's all like hey, yeah it's right labor now. day today as we record yeah. so i do record this in one take um, but it is not live per se. No. Like we're recording, it is. Yeah, it'll air tomorrow. Yeah. So it's airing on a Tuesday, but we're recording on Labor Day, and yeah. I just I came to Anita's house, and I was like, I don't even feel like socializing. Mm-hmm. I have two parties to go to today, and I'm, one. and I'm just like, uh. But let's talk about how we're still showing up. Yeah. Because even if we don't want to, we still we made up. a commitment. And we're going to show up for the collective, and, but it's okay to show up however you show up. That's it. It's like, it's okay to come when your energy is not the best. Like, you know, I think so much when, when we record this stuff, like we're on fire, our energy is enlightened. We're trying to get that peak moment. Mm-hmm. And let's face it, as the collective and the individual, we've been going through shit for a couple of months now. Ever yeah. Since May. Yeah, well, for me, I feel like my whole earth shook on February 10th. Without (laughs) a doubt, and and stuff that happened before that, but honestly, since May, it's been like, whoa, Mm -hmm. can we get a break here? You know, like astrological and and energies and downloads and pitches and all that good stuff, you know, so yeah, but um, we were talking about like when I knew, so I've always known, like I came into existence with these night terrors. Mm. And I was. I used being, to have nightmares too. I my parents had to give me like suppository tranquilizers, and I also used to have a birthmark on my life that was there. Whoa! And in my last life, I was burned. Oh. And so I knew what the dreams were, but I also knew to rationalize at two years old that I can't speak this because they'll put me in a crazy ward if I tell them what the dream was. Mm-hmm. Um. So I was like, okay, just don't say anything. And um, so. I woke up this time in 2008 when I made a decision to leave my ex-husband and put myself first because I realized for 18 years I had been trying to be somebody I wasn't to make somebody else happy because I triggered everything in him. And Mm -hmm. so everything about me, he hated, you know, and wanted to change who I was as a human. Mm. Yeah. And so I played that game for a long time because we had a child and I was like, I'm doing this. Like I'm writing the same thing in my journal every year. And it's like, I'm pretending to be somebody I'm not to make somebody else happy. And they're still not happy. So that's the pure definition of insanity. 
I'm teaching my then teenage daughter how to be mistreated, how to have someone want to change everything that's authentic about her and accept it and how to live loveless. And I thought, no, this is not the lesson I want to embark. And so I made a decision on September 4th, 2008, that I was going to put September 4th. Yeah. 2008. That's soon. Yeah. Today is. It was yesterday. What is today? The 5th. Today? No, it's the 4th. Today is the 4th. So, wow. So, yeah. So, to September 4th, 2008, I made a decision that I was done in the marriage and I was going to start plotting my escape. And Happy I was, anniversary. Yes. And I was going to start thinking about it. Well, so today's actually John, my husband, my now husband's sobriety anniversary. I 15 love that. years. Because at the same time, so I met John when I was in junior high. I was 14. He was 15. And the first time I met him, I shook his hand because he was somebody else's boyfriend. And I instantly knew I was going to marry this man someday, that he was my person. Instantly. But I was introverted and shy, and so was he. And then, you know, we had a hookup moment in our 20s when I worked <laughs> at that club. Only person I ever took home to the club because his questions had to be answered. And I even gave his uncle, who was a, somebody who came to the club on a regular, I even gave him a letter to give him that said, when you're ready for the rest of your life, give me a call. Because that's. That was destiny. Oh <laughs> and so 18 years goes by. And on the same day that I made the decision to love myself and to get out of this bad situation was the same day he entered rehab and got clean and sober. Oh, my and God. We both spent- I didn't know that. I, your story. I know. This is fun. So everybody else gets to hear it as you get to hear it for the first time. So we spent nine months on this pivotal journey of inwardness of um loving ourselves like unconditionally loving ourselves and both of us were praying for god's will in our life i wasn't praying for a person to come in i didn't even know where john was even though i thought about him you know for years but i didn't know where he was on the planet earth at that time come to find out he's in our hometown and actually back at his parents house because he had an accident and so like he was like Teddy was right. Destroy all technology. He hated computers, phones, <laughs> still does. He does not answer the phone. I'm sorry about that. Uh, you have to text me and we'll get him to respond. But um, so a friend of his was like, his mom had him go on a dating site. And his <laughs> friend was like, who was in a happy house and he was trying to help him like he had been helped. And he was like, dude, let's just make you a Facebook page. And he's like, I don't know what the hell that is. So <laughs> I'm two states away, no friends in common, because he just signed up for Facebook. And I'm the first person back on Facebook would say, welcome to Facebook. You might know this person. Oh, yeah. I'm the first person that popped up with someone you might know. So he sent me a friend request. And I'm like, well, hey, stranger, I don't think I've seen you since um, the summer of 92, which was the hookup time. And he's like, July 3rd, 1992, some summer nights you never forget. Oh, and I was like, okay, this is a conversation <laughs> that needs to be had. And so we talked on the, we talked on the phone, like we messaged and then we ended up talking and this is the man who said he hated itself and he'd be on the phone with me for six hours. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand how pivotal that was until after I married him and I know he hates the telephone and he sucks with it, but he still always answers my call. <laughs> so you, six hours on the phone with him is, is huge. Yeah. Anybody who knew him, that's huge. And so like we talked for six weeks and then I went up for a girlfriend's 40th birthday party and I ran and, you know, we decided to meet each other. I didn't know about it. How old were you? Uh, 39. He was 40. 
Okay, there's hope for me. So he was 40, <laughs> never married, he's never 35. 40, never married, never proposed, no children. And I came back to work and I told everybody, I found my blue unicorn, so you guys need to, y'all are looking in the wrong place. They're not here in Myrtle Beach. Well, I love uh, that you're praying, praying for God's will, both of you, because that's kind of like where I am right yeah. now. It's like, I don't even, honestly, I don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, that's pretty much, that's pretty much where it was. I didn't give a fuck anymore about the external. I was only caring about focusing on the internal. And so it was like I went to see him, and it was the third day I was up there. And he was working in between his nurse. And so um, on the third night, um, we were walking around for my girlfriend's 40th birthday party, and he asked me to marry him. That's his grandmother's ring. It was his great-grandmother's. Yeah, and literally, so that was May 7th. 2009. You remember what I signed in with your for your computer? Yeah. Oh. That's what that is. Okay. And so um, we did long distance until September the fourth, and he moved <laughs> in with us. He moved in the apartment with us September fourth. So we closed on this house um, November the like November the 23rd, like the day before Thanksgiving, and this house was set to be auctioned off the day after Thanksgiving. We closed on it. And moved in, and then my divorce was final, um, like around the seventh of December, and then we went. So literally, like my paralegal was one of my clients, and she said, "Okay, you're divorced, because in South Carolina you don't have to go to court. They just strike a gavel. There's no papers to sign or whatever." And so she called me, and so at two o'clock we went to probate, and we got a marriage license. <laughs> and three days later, she married us in this living room. Oh my god! And then we had a wedding, uh, like in April for the family, because mm-hmm. he had never had a wedding. And everybody wanted to celebrate. But the whole time we were coming together, like crazy stuff was happening. And it was like, we were both so connected with God and so caring of ourselves at that time that we'd be like, okay, so if this isn't your will, then show me a sign. And God would send signs that it would be 100% will. And it's because he's my twin flame, Mm -hmm. you know? So he, I didn't paint. I didn't do tie-dyes. I didn't make jewelry. I didn't do any of this stuff what? until we came together. Oh, wow. Because John made me feel like I could do anything. Like, he would call me his angel. And just to have that, to have that true, true love that you're supposed to have, like, with the twin flame. It's like, and, and trust me, we didn't come together before that because we were both damaged. You don't want to be with your twin flame before you before you learn unconditional love for self because it will be a damn shit show mm-hmm. like up in flames won't work out and you'll just be in another lifetime trying to connect you want to come together when you have that absolute love for self when you're healed and whole which is why I keep telling you what I keep telling you is from life experience many life experience and so what do you keep telling me I keep because maybe you, someone else needs to hear it I keep telling Lindsay that she needs to not be with anybody right now She's six months in, and she needs to honor that six months to get out to that one-year point. Um, he of broke, sobriety. Of sobriety. He broke the rule. It was nine months. I didn't even know that he was clean and sober until, like, I was up there. He wanted to tell me in person, not somebody he wanted to carry his phone, and I get that. And so the first thing I responded to him was, wait a second. You said September the 4th? I was like, well, that's nine months. You're not supposed to be dating me. 
And he's like, oh, you know that. And I'm like, I, <laughs> I don't have an addictive nature, so I've never been in rehab or I've never been in a program. I I just choose not to drink alcohol because it's a tool of dark, and I don't like the way it makes me feel. And it's poison. It, it's a tool of dark. It's not a tool of light. I'm all about tools of light. So that's mm-hmm. a whole other category. That's a whole other conversation for another day. We could have some Terrence McKenna talk sometime. But, um, <laughs> yeah, because me and Terrence, we but But, um, yeah, so I just don't like it and never really liked it and so that's not a problem for me um and but when he told me I was like you know and he's like but you don't know anything about AA blah blah blah, blah. and I was like no but I've read books and I've seen movies I know the 12 steps come on mm-hmm. you know you're not supposed to be, you know so it was an exception it was mm-hmm. not the norm yeah and it was just because it was us it's just so crazy for me to think back uh on my journey as far as sobriety goes uh just in and out of uh, trying to be sober since I was 17, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, even just thinking back to this time frame last year, you know, mm-hmm. trying to do it like completely on my own without the help of, you know, community. It takes a village. Because like AA is wonderful. It's supportive and it's it's a community. And then it's a program it's, of light. It's principles. It's shadow work. It's shadow work. It's their principles yeah. are light based. I yeah, mean, it is. So it's pretty. It's pretty amazing. It is. So yeah. who I am today, September fourth, twenty twenty three, mm. is a very different woman than September fourth, twenty twenty two. Even yes. a different woman from a month ago. Yeah. Like, because it is. It is kind of like a Ever rapid. Evolving. It is a rapid transformation. Mm-hmm. It's an ever. It is. It is easier for me to say shut the door now on things that aren't going to feed my peace. I was actually having this conversation with someone. Um, I mean, I have conversations with you all the time. I'm sure we had this conversation. Yeah, but in so I kind of feel like I need. I don't know if I should share this story on the podcast or just tell you after we record, but. Basically, I met this guy who seemed to be amazing. He is probably amazing, but we only spent time in we only spent time in a public setting once, and he went with the energy. And he basically perfect like we've had some communication, text messaging, and such. No phone conversations, just texting, literally. Mm-hmm. And um, I had asked him a question about um, like well, what do you do for a living? Like not not that what do you do for a living question because I kind of don't like that. Yeah. But like That's how do you this is on money <laughs> to be very you know able to travel and do all this? And so I'm a Capricorn son, and so I wanted to know like how do you make that? How happen? are you making this happen? Because I want to know how to make that. Happen. I mean, you know, avoided the con. He's avoided the conversation several times, and so finally I just said. You know, I'm not really into the wishy-washy energy anymore. Mm-hmm. I was like, take care. I enjoy it. You know, I wish you the best. Right. And then nothing, nothing happened. Like, well, he said, so so be it to me. And then he ended up so reaching out to me yesterday. I mean, the text message was probably like physically was. this long. I saw it. <laughs> and in that, this man says a lot of stuff mm-hmm. and tells me he loves me. Mm-hmm. In which case, I blocked him immediately. She ran. Which in the past <laughs> I would say, oh my God, this is so romantic. Like he totally loves me. Or like I've had people that I've been with in, in you know, 
in a week they tell me they love me or in two weeks and I'm thinking this is normal behavior. But yesterday I was talking about this with Pants and Sarah and mm-hmm. Stevie and they're all mm-hmm. like, what the fuck? You definitely have grown because I was like, yeah, that terrifies me. <laughs> so does the- it terrify you because it, you might actually? Mm, it terrifies me because he doesn't know me well enough to say that I love you. Like, I look back on my recent relationship in, and in I'm like, that person sex. doesn't even know me. In this meet sex, but he may know you etherically from past lives. Now you're challenging my belief. I know, I know, but that not that what I do with you? Yeah, but I mean, like, when... But to me, that's insane. I'm in a marriage of 14 years that seems like it should be insane. Like, everybody around me thought I lost my mind. Like, they were like, whatever. And, you know, what are you doing? And I was like, no, you don't understand. This is, this is, this is because it is. And it, it, it's that, that twin flame. And, and it was like, the, so I go see him. I spend the night. I'm, you know. And um, I literally am laying there sleeping in his arms. And I was like, sheepishly going, think he might be my person and he's like what did you just say so at that moment I was like Lilith up in because I was like you know I'm not bullshitting around I've bullshitted around for 18 years if this is legit then I'm gonna say what I feel and run run you know please do me the favor and run let me just clear the air and so I said I started to what I said started to say was I think let me rectify that I know you're my person. And he said, I can't believe you said that, but I was getting ready to say the same thing. So I guess that if it was an alignment, yeah, then I it would make sense. But if you're not feeling it, but I'm wondering, so <laughs> let me play devil's advocate for a second. Lilith. Um, I'm wondering if... Like he met me one time. I understand that. I shook hands and knew I was supposed to marry him. So <laughs> I'm from a different realm. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not fucking incredible and amazing. If you've been in my physical presence, you are aware of it. Here but. is my thing. <laughs> Catalytic converter. I know. So here is my thing. So he may be at a more healed place, which is why you said, fuck no. And you're still, you're working on the healing. You're so much healed. But you have so much more to go. Like mm-hmm. that's why I'm like, take the six months well, it's and like, be solo. I feel like the last person I was with, like I was drunk pretty much the whole time. Yeah. I feel like that person, God rest, you know, not rest, whatever he's well, doing. I'm just like that person doesn't even know me anymore. No. I don't even know that person. No, you don't. It's, it's because you're not the same. No, but I don't know this this. Wishy-washy, I think, floater guy. But like, I got another insight on that. I think, too, because he does drink. He does drink. And I don't think you're really ready for that. Like, to be... I don't really want to be with someone who drinks frequently. Yeah. And I get the vibe that he does. Yeah. And, and I um, think that's really your, your... I think that's... I'm just giving you my little, you know, insight. I think that on a subconscious level, your breaks are because you're not to the point in your sobriety where you feel secure with someone else's choices and Maybe. not being influenced. I think it could be that also. I yeah. just, I don't like the fact that I asked a question and it was, I'm I don't like answering you. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to answer this. Go get triggered. Well, that to me is rude. 
John, John Hodges <laughs> avoided some questions until we were face to face because there were certain things he wanted to tell me and look in my eyes. Which means that he did not want to deliver that message over the phone because it's not going to read right. But um, and I guess I guess too the old me like can we since we've mentioned Lilith right the Lilith mm-hmm. Eve dichotomy yeah. is like Eve was like the cho- whatever and then Lilith is 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 that energy that stereotypical. Yeah. Other woman, the other woman type energy, the female. which I've, you know, talked about this other woman type mm-hmm. of energy before and how to, how do we heal that other woman type of energy? And, yeah. you know, I just was talk, embrace talking about this with my friend, like, cause that whole conversation got started by me saying that I know I'm a different person because I feel like back in the day, I'd be like, Oh mm-hmm. my God, this is so romantic. And now I'm questioning it. Now I'm like, yeah. That's fucking weird. You don't <laughs> really know me that 35, well. 25. But also. 25, you take it to a client and see yeah. 35, you go, well, what's your angle? Yeah. What are you trying to get from me? And then, like, the insanity is so unattractive to me now. Yeah. Like, a recent scenario that I got myself involved in. Insane. That I'm not going to Mm-mm. put on here, but. No, we're not going to validate I have that. chosen, like, I. I don't want any part of that insane, no. insane, insane chaos where before my other woman, Lilith, whatever, whatever it was, I would, um, it I would opt to be, oh, but, 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 but please pick me. And now it's like, I can't even listen to when a man bad mughs a woman mm. that he supposedly is with or loves or is in an open relationship no. with or whatever. Open I relationship. can't. Let's ask that question. How many females do you think actually agree to an open relationship? Are they in an open relationship in their knowing or is it all in the man's head? Hmm. That's the question. Yeah, honestly. Because I don't think she knows. Yeah, but um, yeah, the old me, there was something that I must have been gaining from that level of attention. I think it's something. Because I think, oh, I, I can fill fill all the voids or something but that's not real I because think, we have to fill them within ourselves I think it's being chosen mm. being chosen well over someone like, it's an ego is love being chosen no love is just love let's talk about that because this whole idea of being chosen I think is prevalent in it's been prevalent in my life like wanting okay. to be chosen and okay i got it i got a great scenario. this is probably the deepest and I, like more revealing than i that i've ever been on my own podcast like yeah. you know i wanted i, do I wanted too. someone to interview me honestly because there's so much that i've been i'd through. be happy to interview and you. so much wisdom. <laughs> this is probably the most honest not that i'm i'm always honest on the podcast I'd say that this is probably the most revealing of right. my own self because I guess it's just fucking time, you know. Venus is Venus is direct now. It's it it, it was like this whole. I was talking to Sarah Nicole about this yesterday. Like yesterday morning, it was just like like that's what I felt like. I was like, right, what am I doing? Almost like February tenth, where I did the Earth show when mm-hmm. I decided I woke up at my ex-boyfriend's house and I was like what the fuck am I doing here and I started crying and he was like 
babe, are you okay? And I was like, well, what the fuck am I doing here? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, crazy things ensued and ended up, you know, February 10th is my sobriety day. Yeah. I say that's the day that the earth. And it, it was like that happened to me with the situation yesterday. Yeah. Where I was like, what the fuck am I doing? I was waiting for that because I've been prodding it a little <laughs> She's bit. She's like, I, I have no comment on that. I'm but like, that, if you're happy, but, I'm happy. But I mean, just, that's true friendship right there. Too. Yeah, it is. Like, like loving me yeah. as I'm going through my things, not abandoning me when like, I need like you Like accepting when she's like, yeah, I'm just not wanting to leave the house today. And I'm like, okay, we'll do it later. I mean, we <laughs> yeah, can, literally. Like, literally been on the podcast for a month now or something. So, like, and I'm like, yeah, whatever, whenever they want. I made it until I wanted to make my hair look amazing. <laughs> there you go. So, being a hairdresser, I've done a lot of weddings. I can pretty much predict how long the marriage will last by how big the wedding is, <laughs> by how bridezilla she is, by how <laughs> special she has to feel on her special day. Because you ain't setting yourself up for nothing but a letdown. Oh, yeah. Because let's talk about it. Marriage is work. It's work. Mm-hmm. You agree. You love somebody enough to work through it. It's an agreement. It's, it's, it is. Like, there's a certain level of chem- chemistry. Oh, yeah. Physical chemistry, science, mm-hmm. all this. Yes. But then it becomes a choice. Soul contract, for sure. But yeah, yeah, there's so much that we could talk that we're talking about, and I love this. The, the more grand the wedding, we the talk more. About it. Yeah, we will. The more the airs in the wedding, and to be the pretty princess for one day, honey, just go straight to the shadow work. Do not pass go straight to the shadow box and start working. Can we working talk it. about being chosen? Can we talk about that? Like being chosen, like I don't know, as starseeds or light oh, workers no, no. or I light in relational settings because I feel like right now that's something that well, I'm choosing myself, mm, and that's the best choice I'm to make. I'm just choosing myself because I'm like, you know what, even if my ego wants it mm-hmm. or like my body wants temporary, you know, pleasure, instant gratification, yeah. I'm aware that that's not going to make me happy long term. Well, see, I woke up in 2008 when I made the choice to put myself first, mm-hmm. to actually love myself. On September 4th. September and 4th. I love that we're recording on this September 4th. It's, this it's, is all in alignment. <laughs> I've been in synchronicity for like a year and a half now. So that's synchronicity. So yeah. They just happen all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, synchronicity, I mean, like when you are flowing with the universe instead of existing within it, you flow with the energy mm. of the universe. So you'll start seeing one, 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 two, 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 three, three, three. Uh, for me, synchronicity came after um, I was at Hippie Fest Bending and I uh, went to God and came back down because they told me he was going to give me a gift. And when I came back down to my body, I was literally speaking a language I didn't understand. Yeah, and light moving, language. Moving my hands twice I didn't know. And so he gave me light notes. And so then I came back, I went to a gathering at the park, and then John and I went down to the point, all magical places and magical things. And I was standing there, and it was like the wind was flowing with me, like the star. Yeah. Everything was moving, like the energy was flowing through me. And I literally looked at John, and I said, for the first time in my life, I'm in synchronicity. And I knew what it meant mm-hmm. without having to Google it. You know, I was like, for the first time, I'm, I feel the universe flowing with me like and then I feel like you, me. once you're in that flow right and also once yeah. you're choosing yourself we talk about the vibration of love 
and of being abundant. And yeah. it's like, I'm like, just the manifestation that's so happening. You know, I am the lucky yeah. girl in the world. So I, yeah. you know, put it out there. Like, you know, I want to travel. I want to do this. Yeah. And I'm, you know, manifested a trip to California. Yeah. I've never been there. Um, and also, um, a trip to see my family uh, yeah. just because, you know, my job situation shifted and usually yeah. I go out there once a year and I wasn't sure how that was going to happen. And just because I'm on a sober path, I'm doing the right thing. I'm, you know, showing up for people. Now we need people to manifest showing... Joshua Tree and Mount Shasta. Two places yeah, that yeah. I want to go there. And also yeah. we're Peru. in Colorado, in Peru. Peru, Arizona. Those are some other places. So we'll just speak them out there. But yeah, we're just going to. It's like just tapping into this new idea of abundance as well. Like I used to think it was only like money, but it's yeah. literally everything. Like I came here and you were showing me all your stuff on your altar, which Anita's house is amazing, by the way. I love being here. It's but like, she's like, oh, yeah. yeah, she's like, oh, look at this, look at this. Do you need some sage? And I was like, I actually do need some sage. And it's like, you know, you just never, you never know. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just think it's, it's amazing. But I keep looking over here because mm. Anita cha- channels light code, um, I know I put on the graphic that she is a color and light code activator. Mm-hmm. So she'll speak light code to people to activate them. She has done this for me. To heal them. And heal okay. um, as well. And now she writes it and paints it as well. So mm-hmm. you should just lift that up to the camera. So, so this was this was uh, super blue, full moon, hurricane um, light code that came through. Can you see that? Yeah. And it was just, I mean, it was all of like five minutes because it was just coming through um and I have another friend that Mm -hmm. that we have and she was writing light code unbeknownst to me when I sent her a message she was the first person that I physically light coded and Mm -hmm. um because my spirit guides were like hey you gotta light code this person and so I met up with her well at that yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. and so I light coded her and literally we feel the sparks fly and we both could see the energy and um but she was all when I sent her a message she said don't think I'm crazy I'm supposed to speak light code to you she's like sent me pages with light codes that she's written yeah I started this a couple of months ago I haven't told anybody and so I was (laughs) like okay that makes sense and then like um recently after a circle um on the way home I was focusing in on her and like speaking it and all of a sudden in the ride in the car she started speaking it because I was literally like transmuting it to her uh-huh. and so now she's speaking it some most people that I have um light coded are either speaking it or singing it or drawing well it. after you light coded me I feel like oh I'm wow enjoying my podcast again and yes and, I mean, and abundance and manifestation and owning her right because I took the blockage away is what mm-hmm. I did I was like oh I thought I had light coded her before and she's like, No, you never light coded me and I was like, Well, you want it right now? Because <laughs> I'm getting ready to like help you get to where you need to go. Yeah. And so yeah. The I last like manifestation that. for me is man. Is man. 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 <laughs> it's crazy. I was talking it's about God's this. Will. It's like I, it, it is God's will. It's God's Partnership will. is definitely it's gotta be when God's will. All these ready. things I am manifesting. Mm-hmm. I talked about this with Sarah Nicole yesterday too, like I was like, God, I can manifest trips and jobs and money and clients and things. Like, I manifested my paddleboard. I manifested my surfboard. I manifested my bike. I manifested my dog. 
I manifested every. I you got. Like, I just got chills. You did not want you to manifest me. I got chills because I was like, well, why can't I manifest? I've manifested my move to South Carolina, my job to get here. Where's my man? You manifested <laughs> your dog too. I did manifest my dog straight up. I wrote that story about how I got Charlie. So yeah. I had a dream about a dog. And I woke up and I was like, I want a dog. And that <laughs> she night, a dog person. That night, no, I had cats until then. And I do love cats as well, but I mean, Charlie's my, my boy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, met the dog that night, came home with me, had yeah. a dog. Like, that is how fast I manifest. But it's like, yeah, this partnership. But it's like, it's why different. am I not manifesting that yet? Because you're not supposed to manifest that. <laughs> You, that's supposed to just happen when you're ready. When they're ready too. Yeah. Because he must because be in the you, same type of work, work on self cycle. You that are I'm looking in. for your twin flame. We all are as light workers. Light workers, we're so all the twin flames are supposed to find each other, but we have to come together when we're not damaged. We have to come together when we have unconditional love for self. Like the mission since 2008, waking up was about the collective energy, rising the collective energy, rising the collective energy. The we being the one, like everybody tapped into like consciousness. Mm-hmm. I talk about this all the time where God in his magnificence created all these worlds and universes and beings and he split himself up into singular atoms mm-hmm. so he could experience the creation in all forms. Mm-hmm. And I say God, he, she, both, omnipresent, whatever, yeah, source, whatever exactly. it is you identify with. Which it, is it, part of the podcast, right? Too. What is it to you? It's any, it's, it's everything and father, anything. mother, God. I it's, it's my father and my mother. It's everything, it's right? It's everything. There's it's, a quote in AA literature that's basically like God is everything or God is nothing, and it is something that mm-hmm. although like I would go Cast into out. the darkness, right? I would drink and yeah, yeah, I never forgot that. Do you know the philosopher Pascal? No, Pascal has a philosophy, and it's my my favorite one to have a debate with atheists. I love to do that. <laughs> Because I, I can do it and not trigger them and actually make them like, you <laughs> know, it's is the non-believer. Yeah. It's agnostic is, I don't know. Right? Well, the atheist usually has a hate on for God because they think God didn't do something or did something. Mm-hmm. And so it's a hate on for God usually. And oh. so usually I'm trying to pinpoint, so when do you feel like God disappointed you or let you down? Or when do you feel like? And then that's where you that's, can find the, right. di- that's the disconnect. That's too. the disconnect too. So, and that's why some people do right. turn to alcohol and right. drugs. And, and so um, Pascal, the philosopher, in his philosophy was this. I'd rather spend my whole life believing in something and die and that be it than spend my whole life believing in nothing oh. and die and find out I was wrong. Oh, see, you know what? That reminds me of this fortune cookie that I got the other day. And mm-hmm. I put it in my work, my book, you know, my, yes. my book. It's like it's basically like if you don't stand for something, then you'll you'll fall for anything. And yeah. I'm, I have the Jonah. You just like I. I think we have the Blu-ray energy, which mm-hmm. is that Jonah Bark energy. That's like yeah, I'm gonna I'll die for what I believe. I will. We've do. talked about yeah, that I'll, on three three three. Yeah, me and I wake up. Me yeah. and Dan talked about that that energy because it's like yeah, I and yeah, have the warrior energy like yeah. without a doubt. Yeah. Oh my god, I feel like we talked about so many different things today. Like, should we circle back on any of them? Like, we still have a couple minutes for sure. But Let's like, see. So, uh, we talked about uh, tie dyes. Yeah. Yeah. So, tie dyes. So, this thing started happening when I downloaded the light code 
And so if, if you don't understand what light code is, if you don't understand what light code energy is or light language is, maybe just, you should try to explain. I would just give you an example. I'll just speak some for you. And this will be, yeah. so this will be a message for the collective. And it's about, um, this light code is about busting out and opening up your lower chakras because I feel like a lot of people are stuck in the roots. Oh yeah. Or they're a in that solar dense, plexus. The they're, they're in that dense energy, that low vibration energy. So they're stuck like in the root and sacrum and you know, where we carry all our mama trauma and all that stuff. So I'm just going to speak a quick light code just to like bust that open for you. So um, if you just close your eyes, I'm going to do it. Yes. And I'm going to just, you can, I'm going to do it to Lindsay, but it's for you too. And so it works that way. Unbeknownst to me until I did Lauren Calloway's um, podcast and realized it could be a remote thing. And I was like, woo, okay, good. Now we can do remotely. So you're going to close your eyes and you're going to take a double deep breath. And I want you to just kind of clear your mind. And I want you to focus in on that little pin light of white light. Sometimes it'll look like a dot, a circle, a triangle, whatever it looks like to you. It's your third eye. That's what it is. When you see that little bit of light when your eyes are closed. And just nod when you get it. Okay, she's got it. What did you like to do? Okay, so <laughs> I like saw myself like with yeah. a crown because on. I've already done this on you once and you're already busted through that. Yeah, that's why. So I saw myself with a crown on and I just like just so much just like waves of light going down like just my whole body. Yes. And so that felt really good. The first time I heard light language was in Pennsylvania at this galactic gathering mm -hmm. that my friend Patty had brought me to. Shout out to Sean Jones. He was on my podcast. He's amazing. I heard him speak it and I I knew him. I'm familiar to what I just spoke. Yeah, he's yeah. very familiar. And a bunch of them were speaking it there. And I, that's how Sean and I became friends. I was mm -hmm. like, I, I know that. Line. I've heard that before. And, and But I had never heard it on earth, like here. Yeah. But uh, him and I have been friends ever since. And he's a Blu-ray, too. Um, mm, makes sense. It's interesting because I haven't tried to speak light language, but when we were all at the point that night, I was singing like shamanic tones and I cleared yes. blockages from 88 portal. We were, yes. we, we, uh, we I was an anibus run by. Yeah. Explain that to us. Uh, yeah. And, and she was over here singing shamanic and lit, shamanic tones, releasing, releasing frequencies. And me and my husband and our friend Sarah Ortega, we saw an orange globe, <laughs> yeah. like an orb, like, our friends in the sky mm -hmm. and it just appeared and it just flashed and left yeah and it was it was an amazing magical night there were definitely portals and doorways open and i had done so for that event i had done i had died a tapestry well oh, it was actually yeah. a tablecloth and it was a light code activation for the for, for the light, altar for the right? altar yeah. for the portal and that so, was such a oh, that event was it's so amazing for me because mm -hmm. it was it was an event that I went to where I wasn't healing from some 
dusty ass man. Like yeah. I was literally there just for myself to receive for myself. And it was amazing. And then all this stuff has been what we're not even a month out of that. And I no. manifested California mm-hmm. and, you know, Wisconsin and, and just, yep. My Rose Priestess mentorship Everything. came through. It's like been really amazing and powerful. So, um, so the, the, the tie dyes with the light. Yeah. Now that you understand what light code is, there's a thing called light language art, which is the painting, the writing and the tie dyes the because I go into a transit state and um, when I'm doing them from the folding to the dyeing to the rinsing, I'm speaking light code into them and um, Reiki, I'm giving the energy. So when you get one of my tie dyes and you wear it and she can tell you because she has, <laughs> she has one and she wears it. When you get it and I you have wear hands, it, mm-hmm. I have a dress. They, <laughs> you feel that intention that I put in them with the light code. Mm-hmm. Like you will, all eyes on you. And you can see faces. In them oh yeah, too. but you can feel the energy and all eyes on you. Mm-hmm. Like when you walk in, it is just because it's resonating your vibration and your frequency at a higher level. Mm-hmm. It's lifting you up, mm-hmm. which is why I do them. Yeah, it's amazing. yeah. Like I never, I know. When I do dye, who the dye is meant for, but I may not know that until the person walks in my vending booth and they're looking at one thing and I'm like, oh, wait a second, I got something for you. Yeah. And I'll pull it out and it's like, oh, it won't be me. I'm like, fill my dresser and try it on. They put it on and, and I feel amazing. And I was mm-hmm. like, because your image was in my head as belonging to this item, mm-hmm. which is why. And I that's why I love your work so much because like, that's kind of how I order things from Sarah too. It'll mm-hmm. be like, just channel it for me. Cause then you're using your, you're using your skills and talents mm-hmm. to create this. And then it's not just like a this channel for me. This was what came to me was synchronicity. This was my shadow work birthday mala that was so created amazing. in my Jupiter placement for my abundance. What's your Jupiter in? Um, Mine's in Aries. That's my abundance model. Isn't it's like a she made that a Jupiter in Aries. Why am I thinking? I don't know. I have to look it up. Yeah, yeah, because I don't want to say the wrong thing, but I can look it up <laughs> <laughs> because that's gonna bug me. Like I know, but like they don't want me to tell you <laughs> what it is because they put block on my brain sometimes. They're like, no, you can't tell people that. You know that kind of crap. Um, so let's see. Uh, so can we revisit the manifestation again? Yeah, uh, my Jupiter is actually in my first house Libra because everything's in my house. I was going to say it was feeling like Libra. Yeah, yeah my Jupiter's in Libra. Mine is in there. John's Jupiter. I think John's Jupiter is in Libra. Yeah. Uh, yeah, mine's in okay. mine's in Jupiter. So you it's think Libra. that we can manifest material things, but. Our partner, God is. I don't control. think I don't think that we should manifest partners because who you are today is not who you are tomorrow. You're always a work in progress. Always. And so and if I'm you put your intention, if you put changing. your intention on manifesting your partner today, it won't be your partner that you need two days from now, five days from now, five so then, from now, one year from now. So then, what, what is the key? The key. Letting go. No, the key is God's will. Sources will. I want to put myself in the divine hands. Okay, so for a long time, every day, this is what I do. Before my feet hit the street and the devil says, oh, shit, she's up. 
because that's what he says with me. Because <laughs> I have no fear with him. And I, I'm like, I have no fear because fear is the ultimate illusion. If you just plug in and I busted that molecule. Because after synchronicity, you go to everything as well. And then mm-hmm. you go to fear is the ultimate illusion because it does not exist. It's what keeps you plugged in. Mm-hmm. So I don't have any fear and I'm not scared of dark. You mm-hmm. know, like I know the light will always come and always does. Yeah. You know, so you, you know, here's an interesting thing dark matter in our realm, it's actually light matter in another realm. So there really is no darkness. That's really it's interesting. It's another dimension. Haha. So it's not absence of light. Because it's in another dimension, the light is there, so it's kind of like if you think about the Stranger Things upside down. But that's exactly. like a whole other. Yeah, that we could we could have multiple. I feel like we could have. We probably should have. We we'll just how about we just we'll do, just have to have a theme. We'll just do like time. once a month. We'll do a yeah. Theme of what our we'll have Anita on top of Tuesday yeah. once a month. So um, before my feet hit the street and the Dallas Association shoots up, I first of all thank Father Mother. For giving me another day to be here because growing old is a privilege it is not a god-given right and to be in our meat sack for as long as we are and to reside here so we can get the human experiences that we don't understand on the other side you know what i mean the things that evolve and enlighten and, and grow our souls to give us that beautiful transcendent ascendance you know we volunteer to be here for the ascendance it's never been seen or done before so mm-hmm. it's pretty miraculous that we're here and of course we're warriors because that's who got fixed with all the damn warriors yeah but so i put my free will down because i know it's it's like a, a, a double-edged sword so i surrender my free will take it that's literally it. like all programs so i know so. and i've never been so i've, I've been <laughs> doing this for eons so i say and I it's a want- magical way to First, I thank him for giving me breath in my body today, for all the blessings he's bestowed on me, for the health of my family, for having a roof over my head, for having food in my stomach, for having people that I love that love me, for my animals still being with me, you know, gratitude, blessed gratitude. And then I ask him to take my free will and use me as his warrior, as his megaphone, his mouthpiece, his microphone to do his bidding at his will. And for years with hair, like, because I touch people. And when I touch people, I see things, I hear things, I know things, because um, I'm paracognitive. So mm-hmm. it's like, I have a pair of words of knowing. It's like, I don't know. And then all of a sudden, I have an encyclopedia Britannica in my brain, and I know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that it's right. So I don't argue with it. Um, so, you know, it's like just that releasing of my free will to do his bidding. And I mean, my husband could attest to this. Some days I come home and I'm so exhausted and I couldn't tell you who I saw or what I talked about because it totally was about me. Mm-hmm. I was totally a conductor the whole mm-hmm. time. I was a channeler. Yeah. I'm a channeler conduit. anyway. Yeah, I'm a conduit, but I'm definitely a channeler. My channeling has gone like up since May, mm-hmm. April actually. It, the channeling's been off the chain. And mm-hmm. that's with the light language, the light code with people that aren't here anymore with other people's spirit guides and you know i mean yeah. i've channeled with you like from the beginning the <laughs> yeah. dragonfly the you know was oh, like instantly shit. i started i was like hey this is what they're telling me and she's like damn yeah like, it's dead on mm-hmm. and so but you know i don't want that free will so releasing it and just asking for god's will because here's the here's the pivotal point mm-hmm. god's will is greater than anything you could ever imagine oh, yourself. Absolutely. And, anything and anything you could ever imagine. No, I just have to get out of my own way. And stop. You have to get out of your own way. I love that. And stop accepting what is like thrown at you. Mm. Almost like garbage. <laughs> As a manifestation of a man. Because you shouldn't be manifesting a man. Yeah. 
you should be manifesting the best version of you. Which I am. You are. Like, and I feel vibrationally completely different. Back to that year. thing where I was like, you know, since 08, it's been about the collective tapping into the collective mm-hmm. and about raising the elevation of the frequency of mama and earth and everybody. Mm-hmm. We're now to a pivotal point. This was the download I got like a couple months ago where we blocked it again for the first time in the history of man where it locked in for transcendence. And here's what they tell me is that it could take 10 months, 10 years, 10 decades. It all depends on us. But for the first time in this journey, we're not focusing on the we anymore. We're focusing on the me. Yeah. So here's the thing. When I say we're focusing on the me, we got to get into the shadows. We got to do the we work. We have to do our work. We have to do our work. It's, 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 that's it's, no really... haste. it's no more haste to waste time. We've got to get on it because the goal is unconditional love for self. I'm not talking about loving yourself. You can love yourself. But you put the conditions of, I'll love myself tomorrow when I lose five pounds. I'll love myself when I have that job. I'll love myself when I get this house. Yeah. I'll love myself when my hair looks like this. And then you don't love yourself then because you're still putting stipulations and conditions. It's just loving yourself as I you say, are right now. Louie, y'all can't see, but my dragon, my, my dog, Louie. He loves me. He loves everybody. Dogs are higher beings, and they live a lot less than we do. Because they have it figured out. Mm-hmm. They're here to teach us about unconditional love. And they have unconditional love for self, but they have unconditional love for us. Because who goes out and works and takes them for their walks? And who feeds them and makes sure all their needs are met? And all they have to do is love you unconditionally. They're teaching you how to love yourself unconditionally. Mm-hmm. They manifest everything they need. Mm-hmm. They're teaching you yeah. about abundance. They're teaching you about a manifestation. They are your pivotal teachers in animal form here mm-hmm. because they already have it figured out. That's why they're higher beings. Mm-hmm. We're, John and I are always like, this master is the dog. Yeah, you know, honestly. Yeah. You know, like Louie gets happy when he gets his leash and walks himself because at that point he <laughs> thinks his work with us is done and he either, he's leading us with the leash, not the other way around. Yeah. Like he's making sure we get to where we need to go. And he's like, yay, my work is done. Look at me. <laughs> I got my humans in love. You know, oh my God. So it's, you it's, don't manifest the man. You you surrender and you work on you and you just ask for God's will. And that's the timing, like September 4th, 2008 for him and I. Mm-hmm. And it still was nine months later because we, neither one of us was ready. But when we both were at this pivotal growth place of unconditionally loving ourselves, it was like, bam. And it was bam, and it was like this. The people like you have lost your mind. What do you mean? <laughs> and then I'm married, and they're like, "What the hell?" And honey, we've been together for 14 years. Yeah. So. Well, I'm so glad that both. I'm here today. I'm so glad that we showed up so authentically, even though we both didn't want to do this. We, like but, this well, turned we into just, an amazing conversation. Yeah. And if people want to reach out to you, how do they reach out? Um, they can reach out to me on Instagram, Ditch Dying. Um, they can uh, email me at innershaman1111 at Gmail. So, and um, today I will be doing my first TikTok reel. Yeah. Of light code activation. The universe yeah. has like pigeon held me in the corner and said, you must do this. Like, <laughs> I am, I, I don't like to be the center of attention, which is like kind of funny because everybody thinks that I do mm-hmm. and I don't. I'm just one of those magnet people mm-hmm. like you are too. Like mm-hmm. when we walk in a room, we can have a hair mess, you know, a hundred pounds more disheveled, look like shit. And 
all eyes on. Mm -hmm. And it's just that magnetism of being a generator. Yeah. It's just that conduit energy. Mm -hmm. And so, like, for so long, I've been downing it and numbing it and dimming it to for safety safety purposes because that was what I, you know, I did shadow work last year, and then I got uh, smudged by a shaman, and then I realized what the night terrors were about, and I got to heal people to wound of the unworthiness, and after that, it was like, you know what? I'm just going to hand out sunglasses. If it's too yeah, bright for you, same. I don't care. Thanks, baby. Later. And that's what they're doing. Like, I can't hide anymore. No. So, well, thank you so much so for being out. on the podcast. Inner Shaman, 11 11. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to see. I don't, I still don't have TikTok. I, I'm resistant. Okay, so let me, let me explain how it came to me that it had to be TikTok. It was really, you're involved in this. <laughs> I'm not we, surprised. <laughs> me either. So, we did DNA Wake Up 333, and it was the three of us, and we went to places that, Maybe had a little conspiracy, maybe had a little government, maybe had a little bullshit because we were just being 100% real, me and Dan. And where our first podcast was doing relatively well, mm-hmm. nobody knowing us, the second one, it was a little bit longer, but the third one went nowhere, stagnant, stalled. And it was at that moment that I realized the control that is over tick, that is over Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Like we got flagged on YouTube for sending something. We know. did? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, and we even took a few things out because we were trying not to get flagged so we could get the message out. And so, um, I was like, it came to me just like that claircognitive thing. And I was like, why is the U.S. government against TikTok? Like, why are they against it? Like, we know China owns a third of the country right now, like beachfront properties, buying up foreign lands. That's not conspiracy. That's fact. Look it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's money exchanged between the governments for different things. So there's a relationship there. So what is it about TikTok? It's not about them spamming us or getting our financial information. They could buy us 10 times over. I mean, seriously, it's not censored. The algorithms, oh. the algorithms are not set up to take you down. I feel like the Chinese government said, oh, you think you're of the people, for the people, by the people, we the people, your constitution thinks you have freedom of speech and they don't realize this is all propaganda. At least we claim our propaganda is propaganda. So you know what? We're going to give your people a tool where they can speak what they want to, speak their truth, and you can't censor it. Let's see what you do with so that. So it's not censored at all? It's not really censored. It's not it's not taken down in an algorithm thrown at it where someone can't find something that might be contrary to something that the government wants to believe. That's interesting. Why do you think it's full of light workers? Mm-hmm. Star seeds, light code, light activation, awakening, transcendence, esoterics, because it's a platform we can actually speak. Hmm. And so that's when I was like, okay, so I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid. With the don't go on there, you know, like once I busted it down, why is it that they don't want you here? There must be a good reason for it. And all the reasons they're giving me don't sound like a good reason. It's because they don't control the algorithms. Interesting. So I think you got to get on TikTok. <laughs> Just don't put your bank information in. I mean, hello. Yeah, I mean, who? I don't do that anyway. <laughs> I don't do that anyway. So. 
So yeah, that's why. Okay. Because it's a platform where I can speak and speak freely. Yeah, I'll put it on Instagram, I'll put it on Facebook, I'll put it on YouTube, I'll do all, all that stuff. But I feel like the place that it actually gets out is TikTok. And the way that it gets into the other ones is from people sharing it from TikTok. How many times do you see a reel from TikTok shown on Facebook or Instagram? True. Like all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And if you want your hair done. Yeah. Anita does hair mm-hmm. and Instagram. And I have, I have Facebook, Instagram, and it's to die for studio. And there is an active link where you can book an appointment. So, yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much for oh, being Oh, and on. if you want to buy some tie-dye. Yeah. Two Blondes and a Moonshot in North Myrtle Beach yeah. or my Instagram or come see me in Salisbury, North Carolina on October the 14th and 15th for Hippie Fest. Nice. When me and my longest life BFF, Lori, who I talked to do tie-dye, will be vending um, uh-huh. as we have for three or four years now. And so come walk to the tent. Tell me you saw this. And I will be happy to give you a in-person life code activation. Love that. Absolutely. All right. Well, thanks so much for tuning in (laughs) today, uh, whether you're watching it or just listening to it. Yes. Um, We appreciate you and wishing you a blessed rest of your week. Happy Labor Day. Happy Labor Day.